2: Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. Tyler Wilson. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city.
0: Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC.
2: Well, I'll just let whoever wants to say hello first and rather than going around the table,
3: so, who would like to say hello first? Uh, Rick, I got you a chocolate milkshake, but Randy drank it.
4: That's okay. I don't. I'm not a big chocolate milkshake guy. You can give it to Tyler next time. I'm know
5: working know. on next, it. Next Monday, no. I'll get Tyler when I forgot he was uh, here.
4: That's a good stuff
5: deal. to drink it's it over good. the airways. I know that much. But, oh, get, uh, well, I'll show you. I am a little jealous. I'll slurp. show you how to do it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: just don't slurp. It's okay to drink it. Just don't slurp while you do so.
5: <laughs> we'll try
4: not to. Yeah, try not to. Well, what okay, a Saturday, what huh? huh? Yeah, let's just start off by saying this. It was it was an amazing environment. I've have been doing this for a long time. Before the game, the walk up Razorback Road where we were situated for the pregame, seeing the hog walk, walking in that, going in that stadium and seeing it full, the ama- it was an amazing environment. And two touchdowns the first 2 minutes of the game. It was amazing. Now, obviously the score was not amazing, but um I got to say for all the criticism that we're probably going to listen to about play calling and poor punting and penalties and everything else <coughs> Razorback fans showed up. They were there, they were ready, they were primed, and a whole lot of them stayed till the very end when Arkansas actually got down to the 20 yard line uh, despite all the all the other stuff. So I just want to start out by saying that Razorback fans should be complimented for the the environment that they established Saturday night and I hope that, that loss won't and whatever happens in the next four weeks won't cause that not to happen again this year we, we don't know what the future holds what do you guys think well uh, Rick and Randy
5: good to be on here I know that uh, Rick I got to hear a little bit of your post game when as I was you know in the dreaded drive up the hill with your hands behind your back <laughs> and you're just you're twiddling your thumbs and and you listen to it while you can't get out of the stadium and and uh, your thoughts are always. I think always very accurate. I think the environment was was what you'd expect. Uh, the first big home game of the year at Razorback Stadium, uh, BYU. I'll say this: I stayed up in Bentonville. I think if you don't remember Monday, I was sitting here and I said, "Guys, this is going to be a dogfight in Razorback Stadium." You did, and I think I don't know if it's because we just feel like maybe out of out of sight, out of mind. We don't, you know, we're we're not close to. To Utah, and you know, there's a, always a left-handed joke we, we, you know, we have to say about the BYU crowd. Uh, I, it's not like we lost a citadel, guys. I mean, the BYU's program is, I think, underrated from from an Arkansas perspective, and we just, you know, I, I think I was in Bentonville there were as many BYU fans there present oh, and, and, and a, yeah. approving of their program. As I've seen with Alabama, LSU, uh, Missouri, anybody we would play in the SEC, I think this program, everybody talks about week one, week two, improvement in college football. No, Arkansas's best game to date was played on Saturday. Now, yeah. in, in terms of what I saw, I mean, I'm, if you walk away with some silver lining, that was the best football game we played this year. Now, that's not saying much because we played a bunch of uh, high school teams first. But, but, but the truth is that's the best football game it. we played it. Uh, to date. And uh, best football game and best football team. The SEC's wide open. So do I have my hands in my head? Yes, we, we probably should have won that game. It was a tough night. But... You know, the SEC's wide open and we're not we're not just we're not a dreadful football team if anybody wants to, you know, call in and tell us that I'm not gonna believe that. Uh, we we made a lot of mistakes and we got a lot to correct.
4: I think to your point, Tyler, for the first time since Arkansas's been in the SEC all the way back to nineteen ninety two, I think this is the first time there has not been more than one team in the elite status that you just say you can't beat them. and, and Georgia may not be that. But but they're, they are the best right now. There is no Out of the other 14 teams currently in the league, even Vanderbilt can beat you. I think every week is going to be different. You can toss them in a hat, and anybody can beat anybody. And, and I, don't, I don't think we've ever seen that in the SEC, where you could say anybody could beat anybody, even Georgia could get beat mm-hmm. uh, if they play one of the better teams. I, I think it's the most balanced this league's ever been. And it might be, I think the NIL... And transfer portal has helped the middle to lower part of the SEC. I think it has brought the upper part down a little bit. Certainly we see that at Alabama.
5: Mm-hmm. Mississippi State did not look good on Saturday. No. So you're looking at that one going, okay, thank you. I'm ready for that one. Uh, but there's a lot of teams, I think, that were underperforming on Saturday.
3: I can yeah, promise Tennessee. you this. Brian Kelly will not let LSU overlook Arkansas. Uh, no, no. No, 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 no. No way. No. With the history of Arkansas and LSU and the success success Arkansas has
4: had in Baton Rouge? Right. Right. So let's go ahead and get this one out of the way, too. One play decided that game. Let's just say it. One play decided that game. Arkansas went for fourth and one from the 49-yard line of BYU. And those coaches know a lot more about coaching football than most of us do. But it was very obvious that when you've got a 240-pound quarterback, you've got an offensive line that's rebuilding, but your best player may be your center, and you have two feet to make. That lining up in the shotgun had to flabbergast every human being in that stadium. And you know, and I heard the explanation, what defense they were in, and all that kind of stuff. I get it. You got to push somebody backward to make two feet. And the easiest, the, the shortest distance between two passes straight ahead. And so I, I think those who criticized that call, that was a very legitimate criticism. Now, does that make those offensive coaches dumb? No. Does that make them uh, horrible? No. That's the call they decided to go with. Hmm. But that was a, because from that point on, Arkansas never scored. And it, it totally changed the momentum of the game. I, agree or disagree? I'm not an analytics guy. I mean, you go with your gut feeling. I, I
3: now, Lane Kiffin's different than that. I understand that. But uh, I'm not an analytics guy. Are you, Randy? No, I'm not an analytics guy.
2: But I'm... So both of you would have punted? <laughs> I'd have gone for no, it. I, I, I don't know. Here's, I here's, here's no, what I'm I having. I would have punted. Here's what I'm having the problem with. It's not the call. I can go with the call. I could go with the call had they decided to punt the ball. The problem I have, and I'm not sure that we got somewhat of an answer to why they're doing what they're doing, is a question was asked uh, Sam Pittman at his noon press conference today. And he was asked, there were a couple times that K.J. was running the ball. If it was the K.J. of old, he had to cut it back up and could make considerable yards. And and then the question was, I forget who asked it. I couldn't identify the voice. But he said, is he okay? And for about two or three seconds, the look on Sam Pittman's face said a lot. And what he finally said was, yeah, KJ's kind of bunged up. And, um, you know, we thought the same thing, you know, except we knew what was going on. So the question might be, If you know that, then why are you still trying to be hard-headed and running the football out of the shotgun whether K.J. doesn't even attempt to carry it? In this case, it was the binion again. He gets dumped again. Then don't run it. So, then what did they do? What did Arkansas do? They have the same almost identical situation, except this time the ball is around the 25-yard line. Had it not been for a penalty,
4: oh, they're on thirty-four. It was a 34.
2: thirty-four. Okay, yeah. hadn't been a penalty on behalf of Latham. He had a rough day. Brady Latham had a rough mm-hmm. day. Yeah. If it had not been for that penalty, they were going to use the same formation, try, try to yeah. do the same thing again. How many times do you have to get hit in the face before you finally figure it out? Yeah. It's not. Working.
4: Get okay. fired yeah. up, Randy. So, Get fired up. No. no I'm, I'm, you, look, Ty, Tyler is our expert. So let, Tyler, why don't you explain to us so that you can either tell us how <laughs> stupid we are <laughs> no. or, or something else. If you're the quarterback there now, first of all, K.J. had not taken a snap from under center in the first two games. But he did in that game. Before that situation came up, Arkansas did run with him, taking snaps under center, particularly when they were backed up on their, near their goal line after a punt. Yeah. So if you're the defense, if you're the quarterback, and you're looking over, and you've got two feet to make, no matter where the play goes, your offensive line is going to be outnumbered, are they not? Uh, because they're all crowded up to the line of scrimmage, so you're going to be outnumbered. What What's the wisest thing to do well, there?
5: I agree with you guys. I mean, I've watched a bunch of NFL games. I've watched some college games. I've watched some high school games where, you know, the the easiest way to do this in a in a tight ball game, you'd like to have a quarterback that can go up under center and you say 6'4", 6'3", 6'4", 230 pounds, and he gets low and he takes a snap under center and he gets a first down. That would be... Sometimes it sounds easy. We talked about it all last week. The, the, the one thing I said last week, guys, I just want to see K.J. running the football and let's figure out how we can get him in formations, whether that's under center or in the shotgun, that allow him to be more aggressive and be who he can be as a player. Thank goodness that happened this weekend. And I, I think I said we're going to live or die by K.J. That is the truth. That's what's going to happen moving forward. The good thing is we still have him as our quarterback. So we will be competitive in games. Every week, I think. So it's not, you know, now next year, <laughs> we, got, we got a lot of uh, shoulder shrugging going on. But I think right now, um, y- you, can, you can question play calls. You can question whether it's under center and shotgun. I, if you're asking me, Randy, Rick, I say I don't think he's comfortable under center. I think, you know, ideally, if uh, Danny Nost had, had the ability to wave a wand, he'd he'd put K.J. under center more. I don't think K.J.'s comfortable under center. He knows he's not comfortable under center, so he puts him where he's comfortable. And, uh, you know, go, going back to high school, you know, these this is all college quarterbacks now. 95% of them operate taking snaps out of gun. And the only time you do it is when you are shoved way back in your end zone and you you can't take it and, and shotgun because your feet are in the end zone. You'd rather take it, you know, uh, and, and try to give yourself some uh, room. But other than that, you're right. Situationally, for three games, we have not played under center at all. And the only reason I could imagine that that would be the case is because KJ is not comfortable playing under center. So uh, that that would be my, I guess that would be my, my quick answer to it. I don't have an issue. Um, I, I guess, late in the game, uh, to answer your question, Randy, uh, you know, we jump off sides. Were we trying to get them to jump off sides? We use a hard count, and then, you know, we we stick the finger in our <laughs> forehead, right? And it's us that, that makes right. the dumb move. And then you don't even have a chance to even run a play. Uh, you know, that's one of those, you run them on, you act like you're going to run the play, and then you, you draw them off sides, and you get a free, get a right. free first down. You don't, then you know you you call timeout and you might punt it anyway so but you don't even have a chance to decide whether you want to run a play there because you make a bonehead error so you know that's self-inflicted wounds but I'm I'm appreciative that KJ is and every I think everybody knows that, that he's got to run the football to win the game and he certainly did on on Saturday
4: 125 yards in penalties you can blame on that including KJ's best run was was negated late in the game that you know was it the last drive where that that gets you down inside their 20 yard line negated by a holding call you know the the celebration call I don't get that one but nonetheless they they called that because that's you're at their 29-yard line. That puts you back at the 44. More yards to go with, what, less than a minute or just a little over a minute to go in the half. So you get a field goal instead of a touchdown. So a lot of first – first
2: Roughing the passer. The oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's right. First two, first two, penalty, first two turnovers
4: of the, of the season and all of that. But I still I, – I, okay. They practiced. They practice four or five days a week, correct? They practice four or five days a week. If your if your quarterback is uncomfortable taking a snap and lunging forward for two feet, you're there's going to be some more third or fourth and ones. Yeah, there when is. The season's over. So is there? Can surely they have devised another plan? Okay, you got Damon Johnson. He weighs 240 pounds. Can he take a snap and lunge forward? Uh, can, can there can there be something that where if you just need a matter of a foot, you can do? without being in the shotgun or well, now you if you're in the shotgun you got to make four yards not one yeah that, that's the difference I,
5: I, i've never been maybe this is why i'm not playing football anymore i'm in the real estate business <laughs> guys but but i've never yeah, been one never of i I've, I've never been one of those guys that's like well you, under center or in gun you know in fourth and one i actually think there's a major advantage to taking a, sh, a snap from shotgun in, and and actually you're running forward while the ball's being snapped back. You have momentum. When you take a snap from gun, there's a half a second to two second seconds uh, before you're even uh, connecting with the ball and moving forward anyway, and there's nobody directly behind the center that's affecting your progress forward. So I've always felt you'd have just as good of a chance to getting a first down from gun, and you actually get a running back. That that is beside you, or slightly in front of you. That's a potentially extra a blocker for you in the, in the shotgun. So I'm not one of those that's just you know heck with it. If you can't if you can't do this from under under center, you can't do it from shotgun. I think they're six one half a dozen. You pick which one you like better. But I know it's for the old timers. It's 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 hard to go. Why can't you do this from but, under center? But
2: here here is the basic problem, gentlemen. Arkansas's offensive line is incapable.
4: You still have to get pushed. You still
2: got to get pushed.
4: That's
2: right. It doesn't matter if it's a half yard that all you've got to get or if it's a full yard. It doesn't matter because they are just knifing up that offensive line to the point. They can't block them all to begin with. But then the penetration by the defense, DeBinion didn't have a chance the other
1: day. No, no. He
2: was hit almost the moment the ball was in his hands That's right. and that that is a basic flaw right now to any short yardage mm-hmm. situation it doesn't matter whether it's fourth down or it's second down in the yard it's still been the same basic
3: issue arkansas well, cannot control the line of
2: scrimmage you know we, we were we were
3: sold throughout spring uh, the strength coach was replaced these guys all of a sudden were bigger stronger and faster and we can't win the line of scrimmage
4: well, but you're still you're playing with a red shirt front. I, I, and I, I totally understand that, but don't... And, 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 and how many times have we, through the years, Ray, been told that the the place where experience is needed most is the offensive line? So I don't I don't totally blame the offensive line, because hey, they did they rushed for 177 yards, and I... and, and you and you take away the quarterback sacks, they're at 200. Now the the problem was in the fourth quarter they couldn't protect KJ. In passing situations, he was he was running for his life some of the times. But they did block enough that Arkansas had some success in the running game. It's easy to magnify what happened on 41 they couldn't block. 55 came
2: on one play. So if you take that 55 away, you've got one, uh, what, 140? 140, okay. 140, what I expect more out of the offensive four, line. Oh, 144, and now you divide that into... Uh, divide 38 into 144. That's after okay.
4: right, subtracting right. I, one I play. That. That's about three and a half a play. Okay, I'm not quick math mind. But how many plays were called back by penalties? How many, you know, and again, how, with the quarterback sacks, which does reflect on your offensive line, that's minus yardage. Penalty minus yardage. They might have rushed for 250 yards had they not had penalties in the game. Yeah. Uh, again, KJ Jefferson's best run got called back. Yeah. You you know guys, I I I know
5: we've said this for three weeks. It definitely got exposed. BYU exposed it even more. <laughs> it's going to be exposed even more next week. Just go ahead and get ready for it. Pretty you expect intense. more. You expect yeah. more out of the offensive line. But I, my senior year, I, I I I my junior year, all of sometimes you you just don't have. You just don't have the 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 horses, right? And you're going to have it's going to be the same problem next week, and it's going to be the same problem. So, as a play caller, you've got to try to put yourself in the best position that you can. You've got to do what you've got with what you've got. And you know, I hate I hate that conversation, but I still think we'll be competitive. I think we'll find a way to be competitive in these games moving forward. But it's gonna be it's gonna be a handicap situation, no question. And uh, I hate to I hate to feel that way, but that's how I feel.
4: Get the ball out of your hand hey, look, quicker. It, it would not shock me at all for Arkansas to go to LSU and win. it would not shock me at all. And to raise points. It would you know, shock gonna, me, I will say no, that. They're not going to underestimate Arkansas. Look, it's the same team that we've been bragging on. They lost a game. They made some some mistakes. They've got some deficiencies. They've got time to correct it. They don't write these guys off yet. I think I mean. this is
2: at least the third verse because they've only played three games. <laughs> and we have talked over and over
3: about this
4: offensive yes, line. So yes, I right. don't
3: think that's any shock
2: there. Well,
4: if experience makes you better, then they're getting experience.
3: I mean, we did, I expected Tennessee to go to Florida and win.
4: And, well, they, they, it, and they, they didn't. haven't done it in 20 yeah. years.
3: And so, hey, do I expect Arkansas to go to LSU and win? I think they got a chance. Did you
4: expect Alabama, after losing to Texas, uh-huh. to go ahead and just beat the Smithereens out of southern Florida? No, you did. They, went, they were lucky. To, it was 3-3 three to three at the half. So the, the things we expect don't always happen. Bet what, Saracen. Georgia,
3: Georgia down at the half?
2: That's Saracen Raymond. Yeah. 18 and a half. Arkansas is the underdog by 18, 18 and, a half. and a half.
6: Roe, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on? How y'all doing?
2: Man, doing hey, good. How about you?
6: I'm doing fine. All right, I'm going to try to get to it. And I'm going to preface this by saying I'm going to say some stuff that Tyler can't say. So I'm going to go at it like this. Uh, We've been a little too hard on the offensive line, for one. Yeah. No, they're not great, but they're not as bad as we're saying now. Uh, That's coming from you, Rob.
3: I can't believe you
4: said that. Oh,
6: I, wait, I, wait, wait, I, wait, 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 wait. I totally agree race, with you. But, I had to go
2: back and watch the film. Hey, put so hey, it on hold so he can finish, Randy. We do need to hear from <laughs> Okay. Hang on, Ro. All right, Rick Schaefer, Ray Tucker, Tyler Wilson. And I'm Randy Rainwater, Drive Time Sports. We'll continue in just one moment.
7: Razorback legend Quinn Groby joins Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer on Drive Time Sports every Wednesday afternoon at 4, brought to you by the DHR Group of Sonic Drive-Ins. Twin Peaks is the best in the game.
4: Here, it's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar.
1: After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning?
0: (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri.
7: See Shelter Agent Dan Cook
5: in North Little Rock, Becky Bradley in Sherwood, or Angie Collins in Heber Springs today. At
4: Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price factory trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with uv stability for all your outside projects when you call you'll talk with a professional interested in your project Not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio porch or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com.
7: If you've been married for a while and you want him to get you a bigger diamond, you got to come to Robert Irwin Jewelers. We'll take your old diamond and we'll put it in a beautiful diamond pendant for you for free and you could wear it around your neck forever. Robert Irwin Jewelers now open in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center in Little Rock
0: Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Often imitated but never duplicated, this is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater of the Buzz Radio Network.
3: Time now to visit with, with Neil from Saracen Casino Resort. Sitting here, talking to Tyler. Just went to sleep at the wheel here. Neil, how are you, sir?
1: I'm doing fine this afternoon, Ray. How are you? Sir?
3: I am doing terrific. You got your hands full. NFL doubleheader tonight.
1: Yeah, a rare doubleheader for Monday Night Football, and just as rare, two home dogs on Monday Night Football. Also, a couple of low under and unders, uh, over and unders tonight. The St. Panthers. The over and under is 40. And, and it's only 38 in the Browns-Steelers game.
3: Looking ahead uh, as far as uh, Razorbacks concerned in LSU, I'm pretty sure you got a line on that already.
1: Yeah, that one came out pretty early. Arkansas opened up as a 18-and-a-half point dog on the road under the lights at LSU this coming weekend. Let's hope that we can fade that and have a much better result.
3: I know you're a big Orange fan. and They took it on the chin this weekend.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not in any better shape. You know, I, I told all of my Arkansas friends, at least you're not a Tennessee fan, and uh, I got a few smiles off of that one. Uh,
3: big hits over the weekend. What did folks really light up on?
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, this weekend it was all Arkansas, and, of course, they loaded up on Colorado like they have been doing. Saturday was not a very good day for the sports bettors because it was a crazy Saturday. But then the odd turned on them for Saturday because the NFL bettors did very, very, very well yesterday. Matter of fact, Bet Saracen actually booked a loss on NFL Sunday.
3: You got anything early on the Cowboys coming up this weekend?
1: Oh, well, everybody always bets on the Cowboys. So, yeah, we should have that one already up. And as I scroll down to it, it is Dallas is minus 12 against Arizona. Arizona blew a big league against the uh, Giants uh, yesterday, so uh, yeah, 12 is a pretty big point spread in the NFL, but probably not for the Arizona Cardinals and the Dallas Cowboys.
3: Neil, tell them,
1: dot com, and go to the app stores. Uh, you were listed there, and a little bit heads up. We have some planned maintenance overnight in the wee hours, about 3 a.m. The site's going to come down. We're going to do a few little upgrades and tweaks and bug fixes, and we should have it up early next morning, hopefully by 8 a.m. So uh, if you're going to process any withdrawals, do it early tonight or after we go back up in the morning, and we'll be ready for next weekend. All
3: right, Neil, appreciate you very much. BetSarison.com. You and I will visit later on tonight on Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors about 720. Thank you.
2: And because practice viewing is today at 510, we had to move Trey up. so. Now to Trey Betty,
0: brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293, family-owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for
2: Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Did Trey forget that it was 4.30 today? All right, while we await Trey, let's go back to row. Ro, thank you for holding during the break. Welcome
5: back.
6: Dang, Randy, you're going to put me on hold for 30 more minutes. Man. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to hear but what uh, you're going to say.
6: That's right. No, 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 but this is the thing. We've we been too hard on the offensive line. I was at first. So I went back and rewatched the game. Uh, as a quarterback, Tyler, you know, you ain't got long to get rid of the ball. I counted multiple times. where I watched K.J., just stand back there and hold the ball. One time, you can count to eight. He just had the ball. So a lot of those holding penalties that we called on the linemen, those are K.J.'s fault. And getting to that, a lot of that goes back on Enos. I think Enos tried to 100% implement his system with K.J. instead of tailoring it to benefit KJ. Uh, K.J.'s strong point. He's pretty much taking the RPO out of the game for K.J. And that's what K.J. is. He's an RPO quarterback. Call it what it is. So uh, a lot of these issues that we just been throwing on the line, they're deeper than that, you know, and and, and it needs to be addressed that way. So uh, that's that's what I was seeing from it, uh, and I, I really hate for for these offensive issues to really screw up what could possibly be a very good defense. I only think they gave up so many points like uh, Saturday night is because through that first quarter, second quarter stretch, you had like five, six straight possessions, three and out. I don't know a defense that's gonna hold up in, like that unless you like the two thousand Ravens. But yeah, you're gonna start giving up points, but that's what I saw. I don't I don't know if y'all feel that same way, but that's what I saw.
3: Randy, what were we on third down conversions? So like two of thirteen. Oh, two
6: three. of thirteen. Yeah. Thank you, Ro. Oh yeah. my
5: uh, And Ro, I mean for for what it's worth, I thought it was a pretty good phone call there. I'll I'll yeah. uh, start with that. Now I you know, it doesn't matter if you've got Kendall Bryles is your play caller. If you've got Danny Nose as your play caller, you're not going to make everybody happy. And every, you're going to have no. so many armchair quarterbacks on the radio show, the next day is going to question whatever you're doing. However, for the quarterback that we have, for the offense that we have, I definitely think a, what we have done over the last couple years with, with KJ, I think he's more comfortable with. I think it allows him to be in positions where he can be a willing runner, and it lightens the load on the offensive line, and that, in turn, reduces the amount of holds, it reduces the amount of penalties, and also reduces the amount of hits that you take as a quarterback with K.J. Jefferson.
4: And just remember, when you're thinking about the offensive coordinator, he did not call a tight end sneak. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, we. I, I hope we have Trey now. Do we have Trey now? I'm here. Okay, I guess you're on A. I well, pulled on A player, of course. I pulled you up. Well, okay, we've got A, B, I'm and on. C. <laughs> okay, regardless. <laughs> nice. Okay, keep talking. We'll, we'll. I'll determine that. Well, you just turned Trey. It off. Okay.
7: Check, check. One, two. <laughs> oh, it looks like I'm on B, Randy.
4: Yeah. There okay, you you're you're
2: where you're supposed to be. Okay, okay. okay. So,
4: Trey, what did you think of the game? Your
7: turn. Well, what did I think? <laughs> <Yeah>. mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, obviously, you know, not the game that uh, the outcome that we would have expected. I, you know, I've said plenty of times on here that I think this is the best roster that Sam Pittman has. I still firmly believe that. I uh, just worry about one group. I mean, the offensive line has kind of done this to us for three games this season, and uh, it really showed up as an issue in this one. Now, there were instances that were – Unfortunately, you go to that final drive. I know they've been working all fall camp on trying to make sure they didn't have to make multiple moves. You know, they brought in Amari Wiggins cause they, so they didn't have to move Patrick Kudis from right tackle to center and then move somebody in at right tackle, making two moves to make one. And then they ended up having to make three moves on the offensive line when, when Kudis went down. And then Chambly went down after that, moving Brady Latham to left tackle and uh, moving a Marion Harris in and then moving Chambly over to right tackle. It's just. Um, Unfortunate the way that played out. I do think that, you know, some of the calls. Uh, were were poor penalties. I don't think that... Now, Arkansas had too many penalties regardless, but uh, there was a couple of times where I thought, you know, like the Antonio Greer roughing the passer I thought was ridiculous. Um, the third and five where Arkansas gets called for encroachment I thought was ridiculous. The center clearly flinched on that. Um, and then there were a few other things here and there that... Uh, but still, regardless of, of those penalties, those instances, uh, Arkansas should have still beaten that team handily and... I just don't feel, think they feel very comfortable right now with the offense they have, and I also question some of the choices they made. Like, uh, you know, we asked Sam Pittman last week about Isaiah Satania only playing 11 snaps, and uh, you know, he said something about he needs to be a, a better blocker. Well, people need to be blocking for Isaiah Satania. I mean, the guy needs yeah. to be on the field. Like, yeah. why? Like, just I just thought that was kind of ridiculous. And then with AJ Green, you know, the guy gets. Like sixty-three yards on his first three carries, and has six carries the rest of the game. Like the guy's rolling pretty good. Let's let's feed him. I'm just not a big fan of rotating running backs. You know, if you've got a guy that's hot, you got to feed him. Obviously, he can't just carry every play. But I mean, you got to roll with the guy that's hot. Um, They they have issues on the offensive line. I think they've got to ask themselves some questions there Um, you know I don't disagree with the caller a minute ago I heard uh, and you know the thing with Dan Enos's offense is it can be a lot of things and he needs to find out I just I feel like they're going through some growing pains Um, Andrew Ellis I was talking to earlier made a really good point you know going back to 2015 kind of a similar start uh, for the offense that season until they started figuring things out about what they do well and hopefully that's coming down the road uh, but they need to hope that Devon Manuel A gets healthy and B is good and that'll help them a little bit you know Andrew Chambly. I've said several times I think he's got a bright future but he's a year away he's just a year away and I worry that that's the same case with Patrick Kutis right now uh, I've heard people complain about the defense my mind is blown by that I would take that defensive performance every single week uh, you know, they, they gave up some plays here and there. That's just going to happen. There are other players over there on the other team that are good players, and it's the game designed for offense to have an edge. So I thought the defense played really well. 281 yards, given up and you lose. That's That just shouldn't happen. Um They've got to get some things figured out on the offensive line. And uh, yeah, I don't disagree with the caller either on, you know, K.J. holding the ball too long sometimes. I think that was uh, that definitely happened. I don't think it happened all the time. But, um, you know, there's, there was a lot of issues with the offense. I, and, you know, special teams, again, you know, I've, I've talked about Max Fletcher. The guy can boom, the punt, boom, boom punts. And I would accept a shank punt every 25 punts or so, but it feels like it's one out of four. And uh, that's just that's just too many. You can't have a 10 yard shank punt and if you look at you know how they scored against Arkansas, you know it, an interception where kJ's pressured, throws the ball, and you know and they return it to the 20 yard line, they score off that uh, you know they they, they had the trick play. Um, you know I think Jordan Crook lost his eyes on the running back there, thought it was just going there, and the guy slips out and it's wide open. That was um, very unfortunate. But there's just a few plays here and there. There's, they had really two good drives against Arkansas's defense, and both of them required amazing catches, I thought. Uh, but penalties have got to get cleaned up. There's no question. Uh, at the same time, I thought the, the officiating was, was pretty poor uh, overall. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some calls that, you know, like KJ. getting speared. I mean, why: why Oh my
2: goodness, yes.
7: Yeah. Um, but I thought that there was a lot of instances where the refs could have made calls uh, against BYU and didn't, and then there were some times where I thought that a call was made that shouldn't have been called. Uh, so that happened, but get get Isaiah Satania on the field. Hopefully this what Sam Pittman is saying about the hand injuries with the offensive line is true and they can get healed up and that will make a difference. I mean, you're, there's just a lot of hoping you know, going on right now. Uh, you know, sometimes the script doesn't play out exactly like you think it's going to. You know, we look at this and say three games, Arkansas win those three games, and then they get into this four-game stretch, and and hopefully they win one of those. And you know, I predicted eight eight wins at the beginning of the season. I'm not just like bailing on that. It looks more difficult now, uh, but who knows how the script plays out for this team? Um, but they've got to rally and come back because you know, if they thought that BYU, if they thought BYU had a good defensive line. Why do they go down to Baton Rouge and get a load of these guys? I mean, they've got to they've got to get better there and hurry and get there quick. You know, we'll find out. Rocket Sanders he's supposed to do some practicing today. They practice at five ten. That's why I'm on early, obviously. Uh, but if they can get Rocket Sanders back, get Devon Manuel back, who by the way is from Louisiana, um, you know, maybe that'll be better. But. This is a good defense, I think. They're going to have problems here and there. It's not going to be perfect, but I think they've got a a, a pretty solid group on defense overall. And um, maybe that's the ticket. Maybe it's uh, it's playing in the hands of defense. You know, that fourth and one call at midfield. That's another where they scored on that. Uh, they scored a field goal off that. Uh, I still stand by that. I, I, I'm with people that say, you know, why not KJ Jefferson under center there? But also for me, punt the ball and I'm different than a lot of people you know in that regard uh, that want to go for it all the time on fourth down but your defense is playing great and punt them pin them deep if you can I guess you know, Max Fletcher has a tendency not to punt deep sometimes but uh, when Max Flesher is punting it well he can boom it pretty good so that's my opinion on that. I, I just think you punt them. Um, defense is playing great, and then uh, you, you know you live to fight another day. I feel like the momentum just completely swung there. You've got a ten-point or fourteen-point lead in the first half, and a ten-point lead in the second half, and you lost both of them. We will talk about the um, T.J. Hammonds
2: Award when we come back. Who's that going to? Somebody who's oh, I, getting I their doctorate and they... playing? Oh, no. I think you know. I think I know. Ah, okay. We'll figure it out in a minute. Drive Time Sports will continue in just one moment. Listen for Coach
1: Kevin Kelly Wednesdays During the Zone presented by the Little Rock Athletic Club, an all-indoor pickleball facility coming soon to Little Rock Athletic Club online at LRAC.com.
3: When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here. He's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon. A one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. We're a lot like Roger raking leaves, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years.
7: I know the last three years people have got accustomed to paying sticker price for a brand new vehicle. Well, it's not that way anymore at Red River Ram. If you're looking for a new Ram truck, we've got heavy-duty four-wheel drive trucks starting at forty-nine dollars or up to $12,000 off sticker price for a Cummins diesel. And we've got $11,000 off Ram 1500 Bighorn four-wheel drive trucks. If you want the best selection and the best buying experience, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Now during Ram Power Days, Fresh off their summer lineup of convertible sports cars, for September, Saracen is giving away the king of luxury pickups, Toyota's new Tundra Capstone from Trotter Toyota. The Tundra Capstone is the ultimate in luxurious trucks, and it can be yours just for playing your favorite games at Saracen Casino Resort. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino.
3: Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas
7: style. Gambling problem? Call 800 fox 4700 This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Macs, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership-level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest-rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2185.
0: Fellas, Clint Sterner here. Let me get your attention real quick, man. If you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be low-T. What's that mean? If you want to get back to feeling your best, you need to schedule your health assessment at Low-T Center ASAP. It's quick, it's easy, and now it's convenient. Low-T Center offers monitored, self inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low-T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low-T Center got you. They'll ship your treatments directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now. To book online Low T Center Reinventing Men's healthcare. Now back to Drive Time Sports Live from the Eat My Catfish Studios Eat My Catfish Now back open in Little Rock In the Riverdale Shopping Center Next to Ace Hardware Eat Fresh Eat Local Eat My Catfish The number one sports radio show in Arkansas Drive Time Sports On the Buzz Radio Network
2: Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Must tell you that Robert Irwin Jewelers is the way to go. Now, I'm trying to offer my friend who's on the other side of this counter. Now, I'm not saying he's ready to get married quite yet, but I just want to point him in the right direction when the proper time Rolls around. I know you weren't talking about me. I'm uh, not talking about you. <laughs> I'm pointing the finger that way. I've already, I've already done it, so I can't say. Okay, I've got three <laughs> fingers pointing back at me. I've already done that, so I just want Tyler to know the best place to go. And I, just listening to his creativity, I'm thinking he is the guy that will want to design his own engagement ring. Oh goodness! Simply by taking Robert Irwin Jewelers. Mm. The proper, I mean, a decent picture, a decent idea, a sketch, something they can make this ring from. Now, here's the thing, Tyler, at Robert Irwin Jewelers, they have the meant to be guarantee. Let's just say you've got 365 days to return your loose diamond and custom-made engagement ring in the event it doesn't work out. So that's a pretty good guarantee. And I must tell you also, they have a Whoa. tremendous selection of
5: earth-mined and made, uh, man-made diamonds. Randy, are you not going to create some conversation uh, at the house uh, <laughs> later tonight? <laughs> you know what? There is an oval diamond. looks a lot
3: like a football.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I actually like that shape. They call it a pear
2: shape. I yeah, pear shape, oval. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, two locations, Todd, just to refresh you. they came Mall in North Little Rock in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center. Highway 10 next to the Fresh Market. That's Robert Irvin Jewelers. Bigger, brighter diamonds,
3: better ideas. Tyler just walked out the door. Yeah.
2: Come back, Tyler! Okay.
3: <laughs> I must uh, go in and find that song, take this job, and shove it for you, man.
2: <laughs> now
0: to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501 562 2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service.
2: Ask for Asher. All right, Trey, I've got a very interesting question. Well, I actually have two of them. I need to get two. From our Asher Wrecker service company, Live Fan Feedback, uh, Savage says, Ask Trey, how did he get locked in the stadium Saturday? <laughs> Does that not know he's in the building for his walk and talk?
7: <laughs> <laughs> how do people not know that? Yeah. Um, so... It was late, obviously. It it, it was after midnight, uh, but that's just kind of the way games go. <laughs> and uh, I wasn't the only media person. Other media people did. I was the only person that was trying to do a walk-and-talk and talking into a camera. So I didn't, you know, I'm trying to walk and make content, and I didn't want to be like, well, let me call somebody real quick. Um, but I think other people were able to get out by uh, calling some people. But, yeah, I had to. I had to scale a fence to get out. No,
3: that's the, that's the, are you kidding? Wow, yeah. Oh yeah. That? Yeah. I had to scale a fence. I, can well, you they skin up.
7: They
5: turned the sprinklers on. I, I did. Yeah. I think it about, about got you drenched, and then the lights yeah, went they, out.
7: Right. The sprinklers come over too far into the stands, and the lights got, the lights went out when I was in the middle of it, and then. Uh, I, uh that's the second time I've been locked in the stadium. I, one time I was shooting a video. I did, used to do this Week in the Life deal. And I was in the stadium, and uh, I let a door close behind me. And I was locked in this little small area, you know, probably like a 300-square-foot area, where there was a a, lo- a padlock on the gate and, uh, and the door locked behind me. And I had to scale the fence then. But, uh, yeah, the... Uh, I, don't, I hope I don't have to do that again. The knees aren't what they used to be. When I hit the ground, it was uh, it was jarring. But uh, I thought about recording that part, but uh, then I was thinking, man, if I if I fall and bust my tail. I don't know if I'll ever mm-hmm. live it down, so uh, we stopped the video there. But I did make it out. There were people that were worried. There were, like, some people going, like, legend has it that the ghost of Trey Biddy still roams <laughs> Donald <W. laughs> in the Stadium, and there was hashtags, free Trey Biddy. But uh, it was all pretty funny, but uh, made for good content, I guess, and, and otherwise. Disappointing night. My,
2: my, my, things we learn. Mike, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey?
1: Hello, Randy and uh, Rick and uh, Ray and uh, what's up, uh, Trey? You know, you know, a lot of a lot of people. You know, wanted to they lauded um, you know Danny Rose as, as an upgrade from Kendall Browse. Um but if we're being honest here, that man jumped from job to job the last five six years exactly the same amount of time as Kendall did. Like, nobody was retaining him. Um, so, his style of offense, I mean, I don't know how you you try to uh, get K.J. to learn a new offense in a proven year in his last year, and especially a critical year for Sam Pittman, and think that that's going to be
7: successful. You know? Trey, why
4: don't you address it. that? Mike's All right. Thank player. you, Mike.
7: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, going into the – The season, what we knew about Danny knows, I felt like there was an upgrade for quarterback coach. Um, And then we'd kind of just see what kind of play caller he would be for KJ. Uh, So far, yeah, it feels like they've missed the mark on some things. Uh, I think there's still time for him to get adjusted. We saw that last time he was here, and they figured some things out and put up, you know, had a pretty prolific offense after that. Um, You know, Dan has been obviously let go from jobs here and there. But, um, you know, he left Alabama on his own to take the offensive coordinator job at Miami. Um, and then was let go there and then went to Cincinnati, left Cincinnati on his own I believe it was Cincinnati, and went to Maryland, left Maryland on his own to go to Arkansas so uh, not entirely accurate on all that, but uh, they've got to, yeah, I mean with Kendall leaving, I mean I don't know that I don't know that they had a whole lot of control over that, it was Kendall Kendall's decision to do that um, and they've got to get some things figured out on offense they did put up 400 and what, 24 yards, uh, but didn't score a lot of points. I mean, special teams got them seven. They scored 24 points otherwise. So, yeah, I mean, they've got to figure some things out, and there's not a lot of time. You know, football, guys – How long do they seem, you know, they've been preparing eight months for this season. And, you know, ever since baseball season ended, Arkansas fans are like, football season, when's football season going to get here? Summer feels like it's taking forever. Need a game. Guys, we're a quarter of the way through this season already. It goes like that. It goes fast. Um, and I know everybody's disappointed, but it's the roller coaster you signed up for when you became a college football fan. This is the ride. It's emotions. It's highs and lows. You feel like one minute you're you're cheering your head off, and it's always going to be like this. And 40 minutes later, 40 seconds later, you get your guts ripped out. You know. Um you win a game you're not supposed to, and the SEC championship game isn't far-fetched. You lose a game you're not supposed to, and it's time to tear the whole thing down and rebuild and start over. That is the ride that we're on in college football. And right now, we're on the other side of it, and it stinks. Um, if you win, I mean, the reward is you get six days of good vibes. That's that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. So um, I know everybody's disappointed. I'm disappointed, too, mad, all that. Um, but you got to understand it's football and that's just how it goes as I said earlier the script isn't always how we play it we plan it out um, I have certain questions about this team I don't know that they're going to get it fixed I like the looks of the defense they got some problems on the offensive line got some problems with play calling um, and some personnel decisions I think they could do better at on offense so let's see if they get it figured out but uh, yeah I mean I can understand why everybody's incredibly discouraged right now I'm there with you
2: jk good afternoon you have a question or comment for trey
1: yes i do and tyler too um with jk's uh, jk jk's game um how does that translate to the nfl how he gets beat up and whatever and i'm just just to the end of the year or whatever his passing ability how how does that translate to the NFL? Is
7: he going to be a, a commodity? And I'll hang up and listen, thank you. Well, I still think KJ, you know, can be drafted. I don't know, like, I'm going to say he's a starting quarterback in the NFL or anything right now, but I think he's got the physical tools to be a draftable candidate. We'll see. I mean, he's playing in more of a pro style offense, so we'll see how he develops as we move forward, but. Um, you know, nobody's going to look good at quarterback. And, there yes, there were times he held the ball too much, but there were also plenty of times where he didn't. Um, nobody's going to look good when they've got somebody in their face. I don't care who you've got at quarterback. Well, Trey, I, I played for
5: one guy in my junior year, played for a different guy in my senior year. It makes a world of difference. Changing offense is tough. Shador Sanders, three weeks ago, we didn't think he could play college football the, at the FBS, now they, they think he's going to win the Heisman trophy, you know, <laughs> yeah. So and be a first-round draft pick. All
2: right, Trey, we will talk to you
5: tomorrow. That's Trey Media of
2: hogsports.com.
5: your current
0: vehicle situation with Guatney's exclusive loan and lease termination program. I need your current payment, your keys, and your signature. Call 501-982-2102 and say hasta la vista to your current ride and payment with the help of Guatney's loan